0: Welcome to Move Notes, this is Hazel. Today's book is Smart Moves, Why Learning is Not All in Your Head by Carla Hannaford. Quote, we need to become more aware of the body's role in learning as it is being dramatically clarified by scientific research. This book attempts to incorporate these new insights into a more valid and dynamic view of learning. In particular, it seeks to illuminate the many ways that movement and emotions initiate and support mental processes. The science is in. Learning is not all in your head. To learn with ease, the environment must be calm, supportive, and stress-free. Individuals need opportunities to move their bodies, to interact with others, and to feel safe and cared for. Nature schools are beginning to pop up everywhere, and play, art, music, and movement are being reintroduced to education systems everywhere. We are really starting to fully understand why learning is not all in your head. Carla Hannaford has written a very useful book for anyone wanting to enhance their learning or facilitate the learning of others. I think it's a must-read for any parent, especially if your child is having difficulties learning. Learning is not all in your head. Quote, The mind, the unfathomable generator of reality, culture, history, and all human potentiality continues to intrigue and baffle us in our quest to understand ourselves. We have attempted to explain the mind from the glimpses and pieces we're able to put together as we focus our attention and research on the brain. But we have missed a most fundamental and mysterious aspect of the mind. Learning, thought, creativity, and intelligence are not processes of the brain alone, but of a whole body. Sensations, movements, emotions, and brain functions are grounded in the body. The human qualities we associate with the mind can never exist separate from the body. End quote. We are not a brain and a body. We are a body. The body includes the brain, which requires information from the heart, the skeletal muscles, the gut, and other organs to function. Individuals who think that in the future they will somehow be able to download their brain onto a robot and live forever intrigue me. The brain and the rest of the body are so intricately connected that they simply can't exist without all the parts, without the whole. Learning is the same. It doesn't just happen in the brain. Learning is a whole body phenomenon. Quote, The notion that intellectual activity can somehow exist apart from our bodies is deeply rooted in our culture. End quote. Go on, try learning without a body, and let me know how you get on. The second main idea for this move note is modern culture and movement. Another quote. Quote. Through modern science is helping us to appreciate the role of the body and the need for movement and play and learning, modern life may be making it harder than ever before to benefit from this insight. Children children tend to spend large amounts of time with TV, computers, or video games, and like their elders, develop lifestyles that preempt regular exercise, spontaneous imaginative physical play, and intimate human connection. When we do move, it tends to be competitive or compulsive, risking early injuries. End quote. It's funny, eh? We know the importance of movement, connection, touch, play, and creative endeavors, but we somehow find ourselves spending large chunks of time engaging in activities we know to be detrimental to our health. Quote, movement and play profoundly improve, not only learning, but creativity, stress management, and health end quote. Want to be more creative, less stress, and in better health? Then move. It is especially beneficial to move with others and in natural environments. Quote, it's time to take a serious look at our misconceptions about our bodies. In so doing, we can free the body-mind system to reclaim its infinite potential for learning, thought, and creativity. End quote. We need to move more in this culture. Our culture is so sedentary. And if we want to get healthier, we really do have to reinstate as much movement in our lives as possible. The next key idea is neural plasticity. Quote, neural plasticity is an intrinsic beneficial characteristic of the nervous system that gives us both the ability to learn and the ability to adapt in response to danger, to relearn. From shortly after conception and throughout a lifetime, the nervous system is a dynamically changing, self-organizing system. It follows no single, single master plan and is never static. We develop our neural, neural wiring in direct response to our life experiences. Ability and increased potential grow hand in hand. As we grow, as we move, as we learn, the cells of our nervous system connect in highly complex patterns of neural pathways. These patterns are organized and reorganized throughout life, allowing us greater ability to receive outside stimuli and perform the myriad jobs of a human life, End quote. Your potential is unknowable. As my favorite psycho- psychologist, Alan J. Langer says, you can always change the way you are. You can learn more, become more altruistic, get better at art, anything you want. You must simply practice the new behaviors you want to exhibit. You can be anything you want, and neural plasticity is the process that allows this to happen. The next key idea is learning. Quote The process of nerve cells connecting and networking is, in reality, learning and thought. As associations are made and information is synthesized, pathways become complex networks. These networks can be altered as the system continues to self-organize in ever more complex ways, End quote. It's all about connection. When we learn, our nerves make new connections with each other. The more we learn, the more neural connections we develop. The more connections we have, the, poten- the more potential we have. Your potential is unknowable, remember. And learning is the key to expanding yourself and your possibilities. Quote, in a sense, we custom design our nervous systems to meet the choice and challenges of our interests and livelihoods. End quote. I love this quote. How are you custom designing your nervous system? Maybe stop and think about that for a moment. What's one thing you could do to custom design your nervous system today that would result in positive outcomes for you tomorrow? Quote, real learning, the kind of learning that establishes meaningful connections for the learner, starts with movement in response to a stimulus, then creates a context or experience to understand the sensory input. Finally, learning is not complete until there is some output, some physical, personal expression of thought, end quote. That's a big reason I do these notes. Yes, I love to share these great ideas. With you, but I also want to learn these ideas for myself. And creating a note after reading the book helps me to express my thoughts and hence learn in a more integrated way. The next key idea is movement. Quote The more closely we consider the elaborate in- interplay of brain and body, the more clearly one compelling theme emerges movement is essential to learning and to the manifestation of life itself. Even in seeming stillness, our whole body teems with movement: the digestion of food, the expansion and co- contraction of the lungs and muscles, the beat of our hearts, nerve impulses, and blood moving rapidly through our body. Movement awakens and activates many of our mental capacities. Movement integrates and anchors new information and experience into new into our neural networks, and movement is vital to all the actions by which we embody and express our learning, our understanding, and ourselves. End quote. Movement is life. If you are moving, you are alive. It makes sense, then, that movement is a fundamental part of all aspects of our lives and a vital input for our cellular function. Movement of blood ensures feeding of our cells. No movement, no cellular feeding. We all have parts of our bodies that we don't move much. Perhaps it's our feet, always encased in shoes, or a part of our back that we once injured and now keep still for fear of hurting it again. These still areas are not receiving the benefits of blood flow, so they are lacking nutrients and are probably dense with toxins that haven't been removed due to poor blood and lymph flow. They are also inhibiting our learning. Our full sensory experience of ourselves will not be reached when we have parts that don't move. The next big idea is smart moves. Quote, cross-lateral movements like a baby's crawling activate both hemispheres in a balanced way. These activities work both sides of the body evenly and involve coordinated movements of both eyes, both ears, both hands, and both feet, as well as balanced core muscles. When both eyes, both ears, both hands, and feet are being used equally, the corpus callosum orchestrating these processes between the two hemispheres becomes more fully developed. Because both hemispheres and all four lobes are activated, cognitive function is heighten, heightened and ease of learning increases. End quote. Brain buttons, the cross-crawl, hookups, and thinking caps are all smart moves that improve learning. Get the book to find the details on how to do them or find some resources on Brain Gym and start practicing. These activities are great for anyone, but really unnecessary for kids who are having trouble learning. Perhaps they miss the crawling pattern and bum shuffled instead. While many parents think this is cute, it is not good for the development of the brain. Get your kids cross crawling and help them to rewire their brain so that learning is an unstressful enjoyable process. The next key idea is the body and emotion. All our emotional cognitive processing appears to be biochemical. How we feel about a situation triggers specific neurotransmitters. Objectively speaking, to the body, mind, every experience is simply an event. The way we choose to perceive that event, colored by our emotions, determines our response to it and our potential for learning from it. At least 80% of what we perceive in our lives takes shape in our mind dependent on where we focus our attention. We can change our reality by changing what we focus on and pay attention to, end quote. This is super cool. What are you paying attention to? Are you paying attention to your phone or the beautiful forest you're walking through? The fact that you just lost your job or the fact that you have the ability to get another one? The thoughts in your head or the reality of what is happening around you. It's vital to be able to pay attention to what you want to, when you want to, and to not be caught up in paying attention to what doesn't deserve your attention. Are you aware of what you are choosing to pay attention to? The next big idea is play. Rough and tumble play, especially during early adolescence, when the child's body is changing so radically, And they need that heavy touch more than ever. Effectively reduces hyperactivity and the symptoms of ADHD, end quote. Another quote, quote, Interestingly, the National Education Association is discovering the importance of arts, especially drama, theater, and music, and assuring greater success in math and reading, as well as a decrease in behavior problems, improved attendance, and a greater focus and readiness to learn, end quote. And one more. Quote, students who participate in the arts outperform those who don't on virtually every measure. Successful schools are integrating the arts into all aspects of the curriculum, thus providing more entry points for learning to those students who learn in a more gestalt context. End quote. Do I need to say more? Play. Kids do it all the time. It reduces the symptoms of ADHD. Kids who do art do better in maths and outperform kids who don't on every measure. Play, art, music, drama are super important. Are you playing? It's not just for kids. It's for all of us. The next key idea is TV. Quote, the child's ability to process is exhausted by overstimulation and in an attempt to follow what is happening on the TV screen. This causes the child's eyes to go into ocular lock, staring, and disassociative hearing, no connection between words and pictures. The body goes into a stress mode that inhab- inhibits learning and memory and leaves the child irritable and fearful, end quote. Have you ever tried to communicate with a kid who is watching TV? You say their name very loudly and they just don't hear you. You wave your hand in front of their face and they don't notice. Well now you know why. But did you know that the state of ocular lock is very stressful for your child? Turn off the TV or even better get rid of it. And the iPad and the iPhone, etc. Another quote. quote "Parents who have taken the TV out of the house find that after the initial resistance, the children are much calmer, less fearful, more curious and imaginative and over a short period of time learn to play and create again." These parents report they have more time, more productive time to themselves because the children are not needing their constant attention, end quote. Kill your television, the end. The next key idea is stress and learning, quote, in light of the amazing resilience of the human body mind system, I propose that we hold off such a judgment until a person has completed their learning which will take a lifetime. How can we label someone who is still in the process of becoming, a process we are all engaged in until we die? Having said that, I hasten to agree that there are people with specific learning difficulties. However, if we must label them, why not label them according to the underlying core problems rather than just the symptoms? I suggest the label S-O-S-O-H. Stressed out, survival orientated humans. End quote. In the book, there is this really cool diagram showing what inhibits learning. If you are interested in helping your kids or yourself, then the book is worth the cost just for this diagram. It mentions unintegrated curriculums, lacking music, art, and daily movement, competition in education, TB, not enough water, which makes it hard for our body to send action potentials poor nutrition, and a lack of sensory stimulation, including touch, movement, and creative play. I love the SOSOH label as well. Knowing that someone is stressed out and survival-orientated brings about more opportunity for empathy and understanding. It also helps us to help others. We all know that kindness and social connection are key for us to feel relaxed, and that when we are stressed out, everything becomes more difficult. Quote, what we have coined the stress reaction is actually our survival reaction to perceived threat of death that prepares the individual to mentally and physically take protective action. In times of real danger, these survival instincts are invaluable. They heighten our sensitivity to the environment, making us hypervigilant. They intensify muscle strength, blood flow, and oxygen distribution. But the stress-slash-survival survival response does not make us smart, creative, or rational. In fact, these instinctive processes are largely carried out in the brainstem and the sympathetic nervous system with a little activation of the rational areas of the brain. End quote. Cortisol and adrenaline, commonly known as stress hormones, mobilize our bodies to run away from danger or to stand and fight. This results in a lack of all the necessary variables and environmental factors required for learning. Kids who are stressed in a classroom for any reason are not going to learn. Many educational processes are known to be stress-inducing. We must create better environments for our children to learn. We must do this in the classroom and at home. Which begs the question, what can you do to create a less stressed-out environment at home? The last key idea is learn, learn, learn. Quote, movement, a natural process of life, is now understood to be essential to learning, creative thought, high-level formal reasoning, and our ability to understand and altruistically, act altruistically towards all those that share our world. It is time to consciously bring integrative movement back into every aspects of our life and realize, as I have, that simple this that, that something this simple and natural can be the source of miracles. End quote. How can you bring more movement into the lives of those you love? I love to take my nieces and nephews on adventures and they love it too. We simply go to natural spaces and see what there is to discover. What can you discover today by making more of an effort to move move move? Thanks for joining me for this. Move Note on Smart Moves by Carla Hannaford. For more, please check out mindsandmovement.co.nz. Thanks.